0: Democrat strategist and former Democrat National Committee Chairwoman Donna Brazile recently appeared on ABC's Sunday political show called This Week. In her appearance, she makes a statement about Donald Trump and his supporters that seems to leave her a bit mystified. We're going to talk about her statement that she made. We're going to talk about how that statement correlates with some of the things that others have been saying about Trump and this upcoming 2024 election, and we're going to talk about some of the things that have stemmed from Trump's famous mugshot scene around the world. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging With Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics, current news, and relevant subjects with a philosophical and comedic flair, and our take on it guys from the south side of chicago there is explicit language at times so be advised going over to our website that's hangingwithapes.com you can sign up for our newsletter and if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop go to any major music streaming platform type in audio apes and our catalog pops up it truly is the best it truly is the best like always if you're listening to us on apple or spotify give us a five-star review it helps us out a lot if you want to help us stay independent go to our website you can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. <clears throat> and if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So Donna Brazil, she was on ABC's This Week, which is their uh, Sunday political show. Uh, I don't really too much care for the mainstream media, but their Sunday political shows here and there will drop a gem here and there. That's uh, last week's episode, which wasn't quite the normal quality that we're used to because we were on the road when we recorded last week's episode. But in last week's episode, we talked about Vivek Ramaswamy's appearance on NBC's Sunday political show, um, Meet the Press. And then this week, we have another interesting not a whole segment like last week, but in this week, it was like a little nugget of of insight from someone on the left that I found very interesting. And not just me. A lot of people on Twitter found this interesting. And I feel like where you get the overarching theme of where politics is is in those in those little nuggets those little sound bites because you get a lot of redundancy with some of the things that a lot of these people say and a lot of these things that these people talk about but in those little moments where they drop a gem and you get a bit of authenticity and honesty i always find that i always find find it interesting in this particular case, Donna Brazil, longtime Democrat strategist, the former chairwoman of the Democrat National Committee, she's on the show and she talks about how she's only ever seen two other presidential movements like what she's seeing with Trump. She says she saw that with the hope and change movement of Barack Obama, who obviously won both of his terms. And she says she saw that with Reagan and his base, who obviously won both of his terms. Now, recently, as many people know, Trump's famous mugshot has been has been released. It's all over the internet. People are making all types of shirts about it. People have so much to say about it. It's the mugshot seen around the world. And Trump's campaign itself has raised $10 million off of mugshot related merchandise. No. On the show, in that particular segment, they reference this they reference his phone numbers going up after the mugshot they've referenced the surge in the merch going up and that's just trump's merch is 10 million dollars that's not factoring in all the youtubers and all of the other people that have made trump mugshot related merchandise
1: and sold a lot lots of them uh,
0: so she says that she's never seen anything like this other than with Obama and Reagan and she says it in a way where she seems concerned when you watch the clip what were your thoughts Um, well she I
1: I think she was even went as far as to say that the movement has to be respected or something like that which uh, I think from the side of the left that is the best way to look at that, is to respect it. Because if you respect it, then you take it serious, you take it serious, you start trying to understand it. And I think a lot of the times with the left, it's always been something in the way that has helped them and catapulted them to the top when it comes to this man, instead of like a head-on collision, like a like a 1v1 type of collision. It's, you know, like the last election was not a fair election. It was not, there was a lot of asterisks in that election. And so a lot of people could be left thinking, Oh, we beat him, we beat him, we beat him, we beat him, we beat him. But there was a lot of circumstances that, that, that went your way. And so that, that, and these circumstances were very special. It's not something that that happens every election year. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, with that attitude, you are on your way to a loss because even now, some of the polls I've seen, Trump is now up versus Biden by a point, but that's not a good sign for Biden. No, at this at this moment, for it to be that close already. Uh, if you won, you sh- and you think that you are doing a, a, an amazing job. You, will, you shouldn't be worried about this guy. But the thing is, you're not doing a great job. Um, it's a trash job. People feel the pain in, in in their pockets and their living situations and their environment and the danger of their environment because, like, like neighborhoods have become riddled with crime now. And so and it's not going to get any better because of the the interest rates going up which they have to go up to fight inflation but at the same time people will have to pay with one their living situation um it it, it doesn't get better like you're like mortgages are high and rent is high so you pick your poison but but it's going to be tough uh inflation has has slowed a bit but it's still super high so that's that um and from what people are seeing is that the economic pain is not going to be gone for a while if anything it could get worse because we have and now that part i don't think a lot of people know about that because i think a lot of people live in the in the now but a lot of people that that pay attention to to uh, this stuff, they're like, "Oh my, this is a little worrisome because you know there should be a lot more unemployment now because of the interest rates going up, and they there hasn't been. So are they going to keep going up? Then real estate hasn't went down because there isn't enough people selling, there isn't enough housing for the people, so the prices actually have actually either stagnated or went up a little bit. Yeah, and so. These are all circumstances that do not help Biden. And if it's this close now, moving into 2024, if it gets any worse economically, I would assume it, it would it would benefit Trump's side. And Donna Brazil made a, a very valid point. Indicted multiple times, more popular, poll numbers go up. Mugshot, poll numbers go up. Throw everything in the book that you knew was a political strategy doesn't help them. (laughs) He gets stronger. And so you'd have to be scared and be like, wow, whatever the rule books are for for like defeating somebody, that shit don't work on this motherfucker. Like, I don't know what... This is Thanos. So, um, yeah, I feel that's actually a very sobering thought, I would assume, for her, but also one that's like, it kind of shows that she has some brains when it comes to like the strategy aspects of things, because she's not like overlooking him. If anything, she's kind of admiring. Yeah, how his movement. do you
0: how do you fight that? Yeah. Like how do you like let's say in in a world where where elections have integrity and they're free and fair elections, I don't think you can beat that
1: no like do, do you what would you like try to so you just tried everything you could from from
0: uh, rumors of i mean they've tried literally everything like if i was on if i was like a <laughs> a, a, a nefarious vile <laughs> leftist because like that's what the left is nowadays uh what do you have left in the tank? I would probably either like what like Tucker said. I would probably like try to start like a hot war with Russia. Um, because then you can like you're, there's like a lot of like political power that you gain by being at war, even like to the point where like you can postpone elections. Yeah. Um. Or take dude out either either a hot word with russia take dude out or 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 come up with like something some some other like imaginary shit where it, it forces people to do a bunch of uh mail-in ballots like oh climate change yeah burn, burn a bunch of forces like oh look climate change is causing all these these uh these wildfires we have to stop people from driving and because that's the next thing they're going to try eventually like eventually they're going to they're going to do something with because you already even see in the mainstream media scripting yeah it it like they keep bringing up oh it's it uh uh, this is clearly an effect that this weather is clearly an effect of climate change and this this and that so they're going to like try something with that sooner or later where it's just like we got to like immediately halt carbon emissions so like People can't, like, be on... We can't have Ubers, and we can't have cars, and people need to work from home. Yeah. And, like, reduce the carbon footprint, and, like, that's why you need to send in your mail-in ballot. like So, like, something like that. I don't know if people are that dumb to, like, allow the virus script to work again. I don't know. I don't... I feel like not. No. I feel like... Even... Even... Not only because, like, they don't want to believe it, I feel like people are too, like... Like even the normies they want to like be out like doing shit. Yeah. So I, yeah. they're not going to I feel like for that reason they're not going to allow it not because like they don't they don't buy into like the the leftist propaganda but because like they they want to like get on some like normie shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um they don't want to give up the freedom of 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 normie shit. And shit. Yeah, yeah, like whatever normie shit like they're on um so so if I'm the left and I see this, it, it would be one of those three things: like either create like another manufactured scenario where people need to mail in their ballots, take dude out, or like start a hot war with Russia. Which two of those things Tucker predicted on his recent appearance on uh, the Adam Carolla podcast? He Tucker said he said that. He thinks they're gonna take a they're they're gonna take a shot at Trump and he thinks that by the election of twenty twenty four we'll be in a hot war with Russia. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, have you seen all those videos that have been on Twitter of Kyiv and like or Kiev, however you wanna pronounce it, or like like the it's like doesn't look like it's a like a country at war at all like bitches in bikinis and like at pool parties and shit like that and then it's funny because i seen one where it's just like it shows that's kiev and then they show maui and like how it's all like burnt up and shit and and you know the, the stark difference in like money that has been sent which one is part of our nation and then one is like a totally different nation and way more money has been sent to ukraine
1: yeah like uh I've seen not not recently but like about probably a month ago people like dining out like it just seemed like a normal town yeah and um it, it's it's kind of crazy because like uh, meanwhile like over here you go to police stations and like there's a bunch of migrants there it looks like a homeless shelter uh, it's weird. And in, in, in the cities, you see, like, people in tents everywhere. There's bums everywhere. Like, I remember, where was it where where I had seen, like, the, the, there was a lot of bums. It was somewhere in America. Oh, Cali, Cali. Cali, when we went, Chicago was barely starting to get, like, you know, every place has bums. But there's, like, a certain level. That, like, you don't see that un- unless you went to Cali or some shit. Oh, you said that in Hawaii there was a, a lot a lot of them too. Yeah. Which you would imagine because it's good weather, right? Well, now like in Chicago, like you go anywhere where it's supposed to be nice and expensive, and there's like, like fucking little towns of tents. Yeah. And so crime rate going up, and so you compare that with <laughs> Kiev or Kiev, and it's like, well you motherfuckers are supposed to be blowing the fuck up and in terror and all that and uh, maybe the funding has helped you motherfuckers. Maybe, maybe funding American cities might be a good idea or a good change of pace but it goes to show you like the way a lot of American cities feel about the people that, that pay taxes like I don't give a fuck about you man like we're gonna use your money for whatever the fuck we feel like using it we're not gonna better the city we're not going to better your your the, your standard of living. None of that shit. Reminds me of that commercial. Remember the Yoli bugs and you'll love it
0: or some shit? You'll know nothing and be happy. Yeah,
1: yeah. You'll know nothing and be happy and all that stuff. It's like, man, this is this is uh, slowly but surely for many people uh, becoming a reality. And I, and I say many people because I feel like there are still people who operate from a Point of like proactiveness, and so a lot of this stuff you won't feel as much as other people because you operate, you operate it from the perspective of like, oh, now's the time to buy, now's the time to stay with my house and and not go too crazy. And there'll always be people that like they they know how to budget themselves and and exercise like you know uh, responsibility. <laughs> um, but, but for the most part, a lot of people, they, they kind of live in today. And so today I need a place. But if you didn't work for it in the past, like today, is, it's kind of a tough, tough situation. Time. Yeah, like, oh, today I need to go get a rental spot. Oh, uh, fuck, today I'm going to have to sign an application for a unit for, for a studio that's $2,000. A studio that's $2,000, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, and, and 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 I hear I hear this a lot from people. Like man, like right now renting is tough. Like I uh, think I'm, I'm th- I think I'm leaving to Indiana. That I get I hear that a lot. Um, then I look at like the houses and the mortgage. I haven't I don't think I've seen any mortgage no less than like twenty five hundred. Right. In the city. This is including Englewood. Like, that's kind of a crazy, crazy notion. And I'm saying, like, a place that, like, livable right off the bat. Not, like, a place that needs work. Because I've seen places that need work that, were like, you could work it maybe. But, like, you're not going to be living, like, you're going to have to fix something yeah. on, on there. Like, I know. I'm saying, like, turnkey, ready to move in. I I, don't, I haven't seen anything that's more than, or less than 25 and so, that's tough for, like, the young people that are... The young professional people, the the yuppies, um, moving up. Like, how are you supposed to save or, or save for retirement or, or, or invest in something if all of your money is going into a house or, or a condo?
0: Those motherfuckers vote for this. Yeah.
1: And so... It, it, it's crazy to me that that people don't see the the differences in in, in, in these situations and what's happening in in Russia and Kiev and and here and then and then you live here in the city. Do you like have you seen like I know we're mentioning it. We're mentioning that there's a bunch of migrants, but like have people actually went to go see for themselves? It's just, like have you so. I know the people of Englewood know because didn't they take like a school
0: building from them? Uh, no, that's South Shore. Oh, uh, was it Not South Englewood, Shore? Yeah, yeah.
1: But like that shit was wild. Like you took a building and a property for for that, and so um, this is why this is why what Donna Brazil uh, was saying about her concern about this man is very legitimate because like when you start hearing this
0: man speak this this man is america first and when you and when you see all the things that he warned would happen come to fruition yes that it really like like imagine everybody like you you rewind and like everybody that was like bitching and moaning about about Trump uh wanting to build a wall and 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 talking about you know how people were all sensitive over like some of the statements he made about certain migrants and and whatnot and then you're in these communities and your community is being just you're getting all this influx of all these migrants the first thing that you're going to resort to is like damn he was right he was right like and these are communities of already little resource. So now it's like you have these people taking even more resources yeah. from a community of little resource. And it's just like, well, there was a guy that warned you about this. Yeah, yeah. You know, economically, like all across the board, like just everything from like where we stand on the international stage to economically to the migrant situation. <laughs> Like it, it was there was like a warning, your forewarning for for all of this stuff, and yeah, it's no wonder why like the poll numbers would go up because it's like at at a certain point, at a certain point, like the the illusion it fades away, you know, the illusion of like whatever the left is selling. It starts to fade away, yeah. and, and that's what's happening. You know, the, Tim Poole on Twitter the other day, he posted uh, a picture of a – he had, like, a, a shopping cart. There's was, like, two little bags, and he said that he spent $110, and it was just two little bags in his shopping cart. And, like, that, there are many people. There are many people that that feel that. And, like, Tim Pool is a guy that's doing very well financially. Yeah. But yet, and still, it's still one of those things where it's just like, damn, like, that's $110 on what? Yeah. On what, you know? Yeah.
1: Now, do you think that in 2024, if it ends up being Trump and Biden, do you think Biden, I mean, do you think Trump expands on I mean, there's no
0: doubt in my mind it's going to be Trump. Well... Yeah, Trump and someone, I don't know if they're going to run, if they're going to run Biden again. Yeah. But. Well, I thought
1: uh, they, well, actually I said Trump, they're going to not let Trump win somehow, some way. And like right now where it's trending is they're trying, they're, (laughs) they're trying
0: everything in their power to, to knock him out. But to me, what's weird, it seems like they're throwing everything during the primary. Like, I, I feel like you would, like, bring out the big guns, unless they have something else that up their sleeve we don't know about. But why wouldn't you bring out the big guns in the general election?
1: Maybe this is a fucking big wave
0: of shit. There's a first wave of many big waves to come. Maybe, because to me, I feel like it's like... It's like in chess, like you're you're starting you're starting to move your queen. You know how the queen gets real busy. Like you're starting to move the queen, but like it's kind of early. Yeah. Unless, like you said, there's like they have other stuff and there's like many more big waves to come. Yeah. Or they're like, all right, well, let's try this. Maybe we can knock his ass out in the primaries. If that doesn't work. Then either war with Russia or we got to like take his ass out or something, you no. know. I I I don't know because. But the fact that we're I, saying I can't this. imagine what more they would what more they'd be able to throw. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the fact that we're saying this does this make it where like they look at it as a, wow we're starting to be obvious or do they just go along with it and be like all right well, by any means necessary get rid of them.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly, I feel like by any means necessary, th- get rid of them, because I think like, like Andrew Tate said this, and, and I think he's like a super on point with this. What we showed during the, the virus is like how how stupid and, and docile as a people we are. Yeah. Like basically, like you could do whatever like scheme right in front of us and like the dumb ones won't realize it's a scheme. Yeah. But even the ones that realize it's a scheme aren't going to do anything about it. Yep. And, and and I think, like, between that and, like, with the shit they pulled in the election in 2020, it's like, why not? Like, why not be obviously... Like, what are these motherfuckers going to do about it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, because that's another thing, too. Like, let's say Trump does uh, make it to, to, to the to the presidential race. Um, what happens with his polls numbers? Like, like, what will happen? Like, will he improve on the numbers of twenty twenty four or twenty twenty? Because twenty from twenty sixteen,
0: improve on what numbers? uh,
1: He did uh, better in twenty twenty with the Latino vote, with the Black vote,
0: with the Asian vote. I don't know if he did better uh, with the White vote or not. The only demographic he didn't get better with was the black women. Black women. So do you think he expands this election cycle on what he already improved upon or he stays about the same? I mean, if we're just going off of the, the recent polls where you have him and Biden going head to head, you would have to say, yeah, because... I feel like the polls that I've been seeing as of late of him and Biden going head to head. Now, granted, the 2024 election is over a year away, but with him and Biden going head to head, I feel like these are some of the best numbers I've ever seen between him and Biden.
1: Yeah. And, And it's early, so it can only get better, I would assume.
0: I mean, maybe, maybe not
1: depending on if there's any um scandals or whatever whatever the fuck they have up their sleeves but again it's not working it's gotten to the point where this shit don't work anymore on him he's starting to have that nor- nor- notoriety of like like the like a rapper's notoriety like oh shit you got shot nine times street cred oh you have a mugshot street cred indictments more street cred yeah. <laughs> he's become the the presidential uh, version of a rapper. Like it all just helps you out at the end because like people are just not letting up.
0: And and if you don't think so, look at we were talked about the primary, the primary and and he's becoming the people's champion. I mean, he already was, but even more so because it's basically showing the people like the system is against you, the establishment is against you. Look at, for me, standing up to them and standing in between them and you, how they're treating me. Mm -hmm. So imagine what they think of you, because I could have been living a great life. Like, he could have. Like, this is a billionaire. Like, I could have been, like, doing whatever I wanted to do, but, like, I chose to stand against them. They didn't only see that with him they see it with elon musk too like look at all the craziness like that that they talk about elon musk and the shit that they say about him all because what because like i wanted to buy a platform to give people free speech and like i'm this like evil guy so so the things all the deep dark things and like the, the 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 the, nef- the 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 nefarious sentiment that that people feel the government has towards them it's all showing to be accurate yeah by the way certain people are being treated and then you couple with oh well we're sending more money to Ukraine like your cities are awful everything around you is bad but more money to Ukraine your your uh uh Your situation, like buying groceries and like just your day-to-day living, your gas, all that, that's awful. But more money to Ukraine. Eventually, when people turn on the news, they start to remember like, man, like under the last guy, things were not like this. No, hell no. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because they're going to just look at their lifestyle. Right. It was a better lifestyle I was living. Everything was better. The the, the the prices for everything was better, the housing was better like going out to restaurants is better quality of life yeah. everything and so you you can't help but to see like oh shit because like and that's another thing too like last election year uh, or last ele- presidential election year um, we saw a lot of shit in Chicago that like was uh, totally not Chicago beforehand like people in in the neighborhoods we grew up in having arguments about Trump. Yeah. Like, oh Trump is good. Oh, Trump is bad. But like the fact that there was an open debate about this motherfucker being like a good president. Yeah. Um, you didn't I've never heard that. Like I've never heard like when nice. Bush was president, I never heard oh Bush is amazing in our neighborhood. Yeah. Like that. Like you didn't hear that from from the locals you didn't you didn't see Trump flags you didn't see make america great again flags you didn't see like the shit that y- you saw in a liberal city when Trump was running and so it, it it's it, it's crazy because like the fact that that movement has spilled over into big cities yeah says speaks volumes on the, the stronghold that Trump now has in the Republican Party, which we always talk about, but it's like what makes it so much more uh, kind of special or noteworthy in today's uh, episode is the fact that a Democratic strategist who's was basically running the DNC a few years ago uh, notices this and understands the power of it and understands it's not going anywhere. And so they're not even not like denying it now. Like they're saying, Oh shit, this motherfuckers are forced to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah. And I think they're scared also because if he wins and he does some sort of very like let's say he he wins and, and the the right is able to maintain the house and get the Senate and they do some sort of variation, they pass something uh, like that's in the realm of like what Ramaswamy said about like a national holiday for Election Day, federal voter ID, everything like that. I feel like the left will start like losing elections like crazy after that. Yeah, I feel like they'll. I feel like they'll be losing elections left and right, and I think that's one of the things that they're most scared of because they know. That if Trump has both chambers of Congress ever again, it's done. It's done because like he's not gonna play nice anymore. You no, know? he's not gonna play politics anymore. He's gonna be
1: Michael Corleone at the end of Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> Today I said all family business.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and not just for him, but like I think for things going forward. Yeah, it'll it'll just be like really like basically imagine the the, the effect that he's had on the Supreme Court. Imagine that shit times ten, yeah. something like that, where it's just like, this is just going to go on and on and on, um, because the the that's one thing that that you, some you, people cannot argue. The effect that he's had on the Supreme Court is massive. Yeah, well, you were
1: telling me that, like the last president who had that much of an influence was uh, Richard Nixon. On what? Uh, on, on on the Supreme Court. I heard like like uh. In his time, he put a lot of conservative. Uh,
0: oh, did he? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't say that. I didn't. Yeah, you
1: had told me. I was like, damn, that's that's kind of a crazy, crazy thing that it was that long ago where you had that type of an influence and like it really kind of put uh, brought a balance to to everything. I was like, oh shit, and so now fast forward to Trump, in his time putting all those um, Supreme Court uh, justices has changed things to where it has the left kind of reeling even yeah. in power because it's gone pretty well for the left the last couple of years as far as winning yeah uh but but the thing is like a lot of the effects are now starting to happen now with the Supreme Court when you put constitutionalists like that that's what you're gonna get you're gonna get people that that, that respect the Constitution and so it's kind of a a, a crazy thing well no, you didn't tell me uh about Nixon I think you told me that uh Milo Yiannopoulos was talking about that that Richard Nixon had a big ass effect on on the uh, Supreme Court during that time because after he, he uh, after he was ousted, he had already picked a, a, a like a, a lot of justices and so it kind of uh ended up affecting things moving forward from his time so it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy how like you can you can lose or or or, or be cheated out of something in, in this regard for Trump, and you're still having a m- massive impact. Yeah. And um. And and even the Republican Party can't like like the, the 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 typical conservatives or the or even I would even venture off to say like the rhinos. They don't have the control that they thought they had over the Republican Party.
0: No, I I will give it to McCarthy for the slim majority that he has. He hasn't really, he hasn't bent the knee. Like, if you think about it, since the midterms, Biden has basically been gridlocked, even though they have the Senate, they have more in the Senate than they did going into the midterms. And, and... McCarthy and that slim little majority. Yeah, they've done they've done well. Yeah, they've done very well. Like I have to give it to them. I did not think. Well, you know how they they, they were calling him McCarthy 2.0. Yeah, like I I, I he's surprised me. he yeah. has surprised me. He hasn't been like super greasy or anything, but is basically like ran out right survival mode time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: and he's done a good job of that.
0: Way better than cocaine, Mitch. I think. Yeah. I think uh, Mitch. McConnell, it's time for him to go.
1: Yeah, you seen that the other day? He was at a press conference and then just like <laughs> he was staring off into the distance yeah. and didn't know where he was, bro. Just retire. Yeah, I think it's time for him to go. Yeah, because like at this point, like we make fun of Biden, but like you're Mitch is the sad. same thing. Yeah. yeah,
0: and then and then you're you've been on some super soft shit lately. yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think it's basically like Mitch McConnell since the midterms he hasn't been himself like he's just been uh, I'm grateful for the great things that he's done when when Trump was around but yeah I think it's time for him to go and basically it's like McCarthy it's been on McCarthy to like kind of hold things down and he's done well with that so you gotta give him his credit yeah Well, we'll see how things go going forward But uh, it's interesting. Things are very interesting, and they're starting to heat up. That's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And... If you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.